It is great to have you on the Family Goals Podcast with David Pollock and Pastor Jay. I'm Joel and House, and on this podcast, we want to encourage you to grow closer to God, to strengthen your marriage, and to inspire your family to reach its highest potential. Guys, it's tough finding wholesome shows these days for the kids. If you've been listening to the Family Goals Podcast for any amount of time, you've heard us say more is caught than taught. And that goes with how we act around our kids and especially the content we're feeding them online. That's why we want to share with you about Minnow. Minnow Kids has tons of shows, movies, and devotionals that touch on a variety of topics to keep our kids engaged while also filling their mind with what matters the most. The five-minute family devotionals are perfect for busy families. They are great ways to be fed spiritually while having a great time with your family. Minnow is an incredible streaming service that filters all the bad so you don't have to. Every Minnow show has been screened by a team of parents, pastors, and educators to ensure that they're age-appropriate, entertaining, and align with the faith-based values that we care so much about. All right, so if you're interested in this, head to gominnow.com slash familymade to get your first month free. That's G-O-M-I-N-N-O dot com slash familymade to get an entire month free. Start your free trial today. Happy New Year. We are back for another season. Check out this episode as Pastor Jay and Davey catch up and talk about prayer and how to answer God when he prompts us to do things. Well, Davey, uh, it's been we a back, while. baby. We back. We back. It's been, it's been a minute since you and I have even talked. Yeah, you it's, and it's I, been I mean, great. We, it's we, been phenomenal. <laughs> it's been awesome. Because you haven't seen me? Yeah. I mean, we've texted, but we haven't really like talked. But I still see your sorry butt on the screen every yeah. week. So it's like, I'm, it's like yeah. I see you every it's week. It's like regardless. you see me, yeah. but, I but I don't see you. Yeah. So. Good yeah, thing. we had we had some friends in town this weekend, buddies of Jennifer's from college, and they listen. They're avid podcast listeners, and she was wanting to like come see you because she, she has some major questions for you about your hygiene. <laughs> about hygiene, <laughs> I, I thought you were gonna say like she had some major like phys- philosophical questions or like uh, like spirit, parenting questions, questions yeah. Georgia football questions. Nah, just really about your hygiene. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm really more worried about you. She was worried about me not showering and not showering, taking uh, hot tubs for counting that as a bath. She didn't. And, she didn't agree with that. Well, she just didn't understand why you didn't have bo. Well, that's the that's so. the that's the thing that's beautiful that I don't. But um, I do have a buddy, by the way, that I'm not. I'm not absolutely not going to name his name. He he adopted the same uh, trend. He he chose to go no soap, no deodorant, nothing on his skin. And um, he's a really good buddy, and so I can, I have the authority to speak. <laughs> We're to not him. mentioning like, any names. Not mentioning okay. names. Absolutely not going to do that. Um, I was like, bro, you stink. <laughs> <I> was like, <laughs> he was like, well, how do you do that? How do you not stink? I was like, I don't know, but I do know that you stink, and yeah. so we got to figure something out. Um, <laughs> was he doing like, it for health reasons? I like, think so. I mean, okay. I, just, I just I think I mean he's definitely gotten healthier, and he's getting his his health journey together. So. But I, I don't know. You should have called me, man. We could have we could have talked, and I'd have loved to hear the questions. Next next time, just call next me on the time phone she's in town, we'll 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 bring her over or we'll talk. She or might want to talk to my wife. <laughs> she's like, Wait, what? Are you sure he doesn't stink? What? Yeah, yeah it's always interesting. People think people that that's out of all the things we talk about in the podcast, I've probably gotten more more feedback from that. Like <laughs> really? That's really you? You really do that? Well, I was just telling her that you're a really strange person. That's that, true. That <laughs> it's very, it's very true, bro. Different. That's so I wasn't even sure if we were going to d- keep doing the podcast, you know, because we we take these breaks and it's like, ah, we're we going to do this again. You thought we were quitting? I wasn't sure. I mean, we hadn't talked, so I'm glad we're doing it. We're back, baby. We're back. We're back. <laughs> we're back. 
I've had a few people like, hey, when when are you gonna do the podcast again? So I didn't I don't know how many episodes we had that were, were out and we're going. I, don't, I never know. Somebody was asking me the other day, he was like, How many episodes are there? I'm like, I have absolutely no idea. Cause he's exactly. like because he's just started listening recently, and he, he said, it helps me get to work. Oh, yeah. And uh, he said, I've, I've listened, the last one I listened to was 85. Oh, okay. And I'm like, well, were the wives on there? Because <laughs> I think that was the last one. Well, there you go. So, anyway, wow. I can't believe we've had 85. That's a lot. Maybe when we hit 100, we can have a big party or something. Yeah. Celebration. So, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. What you, you, got, you, got, you got notes in front of you. you got I, well, up. I just had my journal. Okay. Uh, I thought we would just... Kind of share share you what we've been journal, learning. I got my journal. Let's go. We both have fancy journals. Is yours like real leather or, or is it like faux leather? <laughs> I don't know. It's got my initials on it. Somebody yeah. gave it to me. Very nice of them. That's nice. Yeah, I think mine's the faux leather. Probably. So, yeah, so as a church, we've been doing 40, 40 days of prayer. Been awesome. Has it been, in the book, inspiring? I love the book. I mean, it, like, real, like, Mark Batterson, he's probably my favorite writer. And uh, I just, he just increases my faith. I mean, he yeah. just... Gets gets me excited. Gets me praying bold prayers. That's gets, the that's, gets, gets me circling things. I think that's the, that's the biggest thing that my biggest takeaway has been. I don't pray bold enough. Hmm. And I told my small group that the last couple of weeks. I was just like, I, I don't. And it, I think it's one thing. I, I think it's interesting with prayer. Like we 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 look at it. It can be awkward. Obviously, it can be different. But I think um, if first of all, we have to know that prayer works, and we have to believe prayer works. Because it does. First of all, if you're a Christian and you don't believe prayer works, the prayer of salvation is how you became a Christian. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you're already confused. We're already we're already got it backwards, right? Like prayer is the first initial step to becoming to having faith. So you prayer works a hundred percent. Now it won't go against His will, and it won't go against His word. But I think what we got to realize is we got to pray bolder. I mean, mm-hmm. I got to pray bolder. Like I, I've definitely seen that big time. Like I don't pray bold enough. I don't pray. I pray, and I'm like, all right, Lord, I know your will will be done. And but, but so this this book has really challenged mm-hmm. me, and I'm like, I, I put a date on things now. Like there, there's somebody that in in our small group that their their little girl, like I want her to come to salvation so bad, and I've been praying for her so much, and I'm like, I put a timestamp on it now. Like you're trusting she's going to become I was like, a God, Christian I want by her to a certain date. By a certain date. Okay. Um, and I wouldn't have done that before the book. Like yeah. I think. Um, I just think it's cool that it teaches you to pray big and to think big and, and that God wants your big prayers. Mm-hmm. Like, that's obedience. Like, yeah. praying boldly, like, praying to a God that believes that you can, like, do something so immeasurably greater than you could ever think of. Like, he wants that. That's, a, that's faith. That's good faith in him, you know. And I think the book outlines it way more articulately than I do. But, like, it was, it's been awesome for our small group, that's for sure. I can't, I can't remember exactly how he words it. And so the book we're reading is Draw the Circle. 40, 40 day prayer challenge by Mark Batterson, and every day there's like a there's a short little chapter um, that we read, but he says something to the effect of when we pray small prayers, it's offensive to God, and why would you pray something that you can do yourself? Like yeah. you know, like pray things that that only God can do. And I love that I quoted yesterday in the message that. That uh, it's it's who he is and what he does. That 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 he wants us to pray these bold prayers. Like you pray prayers like part the Red Sea, axe heads floating, the sun stopping still. Like those are the kind of prayers that bring him honor and bring him glory. When you pray to God regularly, irregular things happen on a regular basis. Like I I, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I, I think it's 
it's being consistent, but yeah, being bold and, and being willing to, and I think that's the important thing that I'm learning too, like of having a prayer journal and having something that you write down, because guess what? Now you can go back and keep score, mm-hmm. you know, like you can go back and look, oh man, because, because we don't realize how much we grow. We really don't. And it's because we don't comprehend it. We do the day to day, but a lot of times, man, when you really look back and you look at something you wrote, you know, a year ago or two years ago or two months ago, even sometimes, um, it's a it'll blow your mind about how much you've grown, and so I think it's it's important to do that like too. But it's important to pray regularly, and um, he said one prayer can change the game. Mm-hmm. You know, one prayer can change everything. And do you believe it? And and will you do it? But I think it continues too. I think the one thing I liked about it too is it continues. Like, what did he talk about? I think he talked about like day ten ish. He was like, uh, everybody, everybody can uh, can think in the shower. And dream in the shower, like everybody can. You know, they spend that time in the shower, and now I'm not in the shower, so I can't. I can't. But everybody, <laughs> those those who, th- do those take who choose to do the shower thing, uh, you know, everybody in the shower does the thinking and, and thinks about plans. But then when you're dry and you get out and you dry yourself off, you got to take action. Yeah. And um, I think it's it's more than it's more than that. And just this past you know couple, the past couple too, like you know having a plan praying but putting it into action mm-hmm. right like stepping out after we've done that and then how much do we recognize things how much do we see so that's what I, that's what i love that he talked about it things started to come to like it, it, he, he talked about the baby and the vision you know when a baby's born it's got like oh, one seventeenth yeah, yeah. of a vision and then it slowly starts to develop you know the vision and the colors come and then by a year it's got almost all the things, and it's kind of like us as, as, as in our prayer life. Like when we when we pray and we're looking for signs, the signs are there. You know, when we pray and we're we're receiving the things that God's given us, like we see it and we feel it and we t- we can touch it. But when we don't look, we don't find it, right? Like we don't we don't ask, we don't get it. And so it's been it's been cool. It's been really cool for our group. Yeah, it's it's I've been more disciplined to your point of keeping a prayer journal. So each each day, and there's been, there's been times in in the past. Sometimes I'll keep a journal. Sometimes I won't. It's kind of, I'm kind of lazy with it. Yeah, me but too. But I, I like having the because typically I'll I'll do my quiet time and then I'll text my guys kind of what what I got out of it. And but what I've been doing this time is writing in my journal first, and then and then texting them what you know some of the things that I, that I wrote down. And so I, well, I thought what are the, some just, of the things we wrote down, bro. So I let's do it. Let's let's dive in. <laughs> we've already we've already gotten into it off the top of our head, but the day one. Uh, was get ready. And I thought this was pretty interesting. It says, God is always preparing and positioning us for divine appointments. Prayer is the way we discern the next move. I, lo- I love that idea of divine appointments, that, that every day God could be leading us to divine appointments. Like he has someone he's wanting us to talk to yep. for a particular, and we don't even know, we the don't reason. even know what, what the reason might be. And I think so many times we miss those appointments because we get so caught up in what we're doing instead of being sensitive to, okay, what, God's, what is God doing, and, and why is he bringing this person across my path? Guilty. Yeah, well, I think you probably, because of your platform and because I say celebrity, more people probably want to come up and talk to you just out of the blue, and sometimes you may not have time to talk to them, but other times it creates these opportunities. Well, and I think you... What you realize is if you really get over yourself, you do have time to talk to people. Um, 
I've done it wrong, trust me, plenty of times, but I'm trying to do a better job. Like, it doesn't take that much time to take five minutes to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I miss out on opportunities, and, and not only just opportunities and nudges. Mm-hmm. I think when you feel the Holy Spirit nudge you to do something, and sometimes it's bold, sometimes it's out of your comfort zone, you're like, mm, now? <laughs> and, and, and like right here, right now, and, and I think the book outlined this, you know, good stories. But how about, you know, when he, when he talked about the story of, you know, being on the airplane, and I think it was really, really cool and a good example. Like this dude had just gotten one of his books, and I think it was Peter in his email. Um, and so Peter's on a flight, and there's a 17 year old girl next to him, and you, he said he could tell she was a mess. He had just read the book, one of the books by the author by Matt. Is it Matt? Uh, Mark, Mark Batterson. Mark Batterson. Yeah read one of the books, sitting next to the girl, and he could tell something was wrong. And he could tell something was off. And he was like, you know, started to start a conversation, and she was like, nah, bro. Like, you could tell, like, he wanted to know part of it, and he, was, he kept getting nudges. And he said, he felt like he needed, he's like, listen, I'm, just, I'm a stranger, and you don't have to talk to me, but I just wanted to let you know that I am a stranger. And anything you say, like, I don't, I, don't, I can't judge you, I don't care, I'm just here to support you. Um, but I don't know that he would have done that, uh, without a book yeah. and then without prompting, but listening to prompting when God probes you to mm-hmm. do something, even when it's out of your comfort zone. And then by the way, to go on the story, she had stolen her dad's credit card. She was uh, heading to Las Vegas cause her boyfriend told her to take care of it and she was pregnant. And, um, and then you think about like, she obviously changes her mind when she gets there. And because, because one dude took a little bit of his time to listen and to respond. And I think if we have our ear to, to God, and if we're spending time with him, we can find those moments, and I think we seize them better mm-hmm. because I think we look better. But when we're not looking and we're not listening and we're just doing us, we definitely have a tendency to keep keep focusing on us, and we won't do those. We won't answer those knocks, mm-hmm. I think, is, which, is, which is sad, you know? Yeah. And guilty, by the way, guilty yeah, of doing yeah. that. But. I'm, guil- I'm guilty a ton. But, w- but when you do respond to that nudge, it's a, it's a, it's like a holy moment. It, it's a, like you know, like, okay, God was bringing this person in my path for a reason, and it's, and it's so fulfilling to, wow, that took five minutes of my time, but you never know how much it impacted or encouraged the the person that you're talking to. Nope. So, he said, uh, you know, established by God, um. And, and if God can keep the whole, I, I thought he said in day two when he said God mm-hmm. can keep the whole universe moving and you think about how fast it's moving, he can probably handle your little bitty problems, like your little <laughs> things that are going on. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, I think uh, if we're purposeful, if we're, and I, that's another thing too, like if we're purposeful in prayer and we're purposeful in things that we do, we'll find those opportunities. Mm-hmm. You just gotta be, you, you gotta be more purposeful, more more cognizant of it in, in your life and I gotta do a better job of it. And this book's made me do it. Like it's, mm-hmm. It's definitely, I would recommend this for anybody, like, if you want to grow and you want to challenge yourself, because it kind of slaps you upside the grill. I mean, it definitely slapped me in the face and made me realize that. Well, there's a lot of guys in our church that have come up to me and said, you know, I'm not, I'm not a reader, but I can read this book. Like, this is an easy, it's this an is easy good for ADD read. people. It's an easy read. It's well, short, it's short chapters. Yeah. But also, also no, you can listen to it. Like, yeah. uh, what's the? Audible. Audible. Yeah, you, yeah, it's on Audible, so you can listen to it. Do you like Audible, or do you like like the book in your hand i like the book in my hand i like the book in and my i hand. like to i like to read it i like to underline and yeah. and i like to go back and look at it um, I, I can't li- i don't I, I don't listen to books to uh like i first of all i'm i don't like to read like i'm not a i, I don't read for like pleasure 
There's, there's, I don't read, I don't get a book, I don't pick a book up and be like, ooh, this is gonna be awesome. Like that, that is <laughs> you're not more reading for growth. And I'm development. only reading for growth. Yeah, so like, like, I have to have a highlighter mm-hmm. within my hand, and and I have to take notes. Or if I, so if I listen to it, I don't, I don't love that as much because I can't like really take notes. But I'll have my phone and I'll just pause, take notes, pause, play. You know, go back and forth. So that's why I'd rather have just a book in my hand. But yes, yeah, so I'm listening to the Bible this year in the car and uh i didn't commit last the last few years i've read i've read the bible in a year and this year i didn't want to commit to that because it's a big commitment and i've okay. got some other things i want to do so like well i'll listen to it in the car and so i've been listening to the bible recap and then tara lee cobble i don't know if you yep, you I sent, sent him I sent yeah you sent him it's cool well she is great by the way but when i'm listening in the car my mind wanders mm-hmm. and i'll you know i'm I'm not getting, like, if I was reading it, I'm getting everything, because I'm reading every word, but if I'm just listening to it, I find myself thinking about something else. Oh, I, I, need, to, I need to get focused on what I'm listening well, to. Well, don't it's, worry. It's just hard. You know what stinks is, that, so you just said that, and you said your mind wanders when you listen. Like, imagine being a person whose mind wanders when they're reading, okay, because that's <laughs> me. When I'm listening, my mind wanders. When I'm reading, my mind yeah. wanders. So are you ADD? I, what, I, I'm something, DD. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm something. I, don't, I don't know what it is, but I promise, there's, something. I promise there's something in there. But, um, no, nah, I mean, it's a constant struggle for me to get my mind, like, still. And, and the o- older I get, the easier it gets. It gets definitely gets easier as you get older, but. Um, the distractions and mm-hmm. even, it, I mean, I'm, I'm like that in prayer. I mean, I'll be praying and I'll be praying, you know, very steadfast on something and totally dialed in. And then all of a sudden I'm like, bam, something comes into my head. Like, whoa, okay. All right, God, like help me. Like, let's get back to mm-hmm. like what we we're talking about. So it's a, it's a I think battle. every single one of us probably struggle with that. Getting back to day two, I had, I had highlighted this. God is in the business of strategically positioning us in the right place at the right time, but it's up to us to see and seize seize those opportunities that are all around us all the time. Yep. I mean, you can, and it's, it's, it was, you can know all the, I mean, the Pharisees knew all the answers. Like, the Pharisees knew uh, about religion. They knew about, like, they knew how to memorize the scripture, but, like, we got to act, right? Like, we got to do something with our faith. Mm-hmm. We got to, we got to take those steps, and I think it's. Uh, I, I think it's. I I think it gets easier at a certain point in your life. Like I, b- I bet you in the beginning when you were first learning to share your testimony, like it was kind of hard. You know, I, I remember writing down my two minute testimony and your five minute testimony, and it was, <clears throat> it was difficult. But I think you do, you start to get peace and comfort with right where you're at, and you start to understand like. Those divine appointments. Mm-hmm. Like, think about the divine appointments you've had in your life when you're like, that appointment led me to this, which led me to this, which led me to this. And and you can trace the hand of God. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's so cool to watch, you know, those things come to fruition. And I think as you get older and you get more experience, you get more comfortable, you start to see those things, how they unfold. And, and then imagine now, and we've talked about this before, but now let's take it like that. Like, when it comes in, let's take it like, okay, what's the reason for this? Mm-hmm. And... I'm doing a better job in my life as I get older of, all right, like, God, show me. You know, show me the reason for this. Like, I know there's a reason. I don't know what it is. Like, help me to put the pieces together and help me to see it and, and connect it. And then, um, you know, I think when you slow down and you ask those questions, I think you start to see it more. But mm-hmm. I definitely think you get comfortable as you get older, too. And I think that's something that makes it becomes easier. The more natural it is, I, I was talking to Mark. Hanley, you know Mark from our church, yep. and we were on the golf course, and 
we got matched up with this with this guy from India, and so we got to talking to him India and how many people live in India, and and we began asking him about what his faith was and what he believed in. So I was able to share with him uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ, like between tee shots, like on yeah. the tee, on the tee box. And Mark was like, "You're just so natural with that. You you need to teach us how you do that. Like it just comes so naturally to you." And I said, "Well, I've been doing it for thirty. 35, 36 years. So the yeah. more you do something, the more comfortable. Like you in the weight room. I mean, it's just like you're. I mean, it's just. Well, I mean, dude, dude, it's no different than uh, than speaking on television. Mm-hmm. I mean, the more you did it, the more comfortable you got with it. But you gotta, you know, if you want to want to walk on water, you gotta get out the boat. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, you you have to be willing to to take those steps of faith and 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 listen, but be authentic to who you are. Right, like you don't need to change. I think you know who you are. I know who I am. Like I have a buddy that I play one on one basketball with all the time, and um, I, I he's he's awesome. He's a twenty six year old kid. I say kid, but like he's he's a great dude. He's just a great dude. And I asked him. I was like, hey man, like, you know, what church do you go to? He's like, well, I would go to this church. I don't want to name names. He's like, but I don't really go to church. And I was like, well, why not? And he's like, eh. I went to a Christian school growing up, and I just I haven't seen a lot of people that I really care for that much. You know, he's like, I just mm-hmm. don't, I don't see yeah. anything unique. I don't see anything different. And I was like, man, I was like, you know, well, first of all, let me apologize for those folks, mm-hmm. you know, and, I, and I'm one of them. Like, I'm one of those people, but, but I consistently slip up, and I consistently fail, and I'm going to consistently fail you. Like, I'm going to continue to mess up. But I hope you see with this group, because he plays basketball with our old man group, and we pray mm-hmm. before we play, and... Um, I was, I was, I hope what you see with this group is different. Like this group, like the love and the care and, but we started to talk about like Jesus and, and you, you learn what you're comfortable with and what you're comfortable saying and, and what hits with different people. And, um, but you got to do it and, and you got to, you know, make yourself do it. And I, and I would, if you're going to do it and you want to get better at it, just record yourself saying it, you know, like record it, listen to it. Like, okay, how can I interject better? But the more you're feeding yourself continually and reading and mm-hmm. like the more you're, feeding that mind and feeding your appetite for it and your appetite grows and then your capacity grows. And um, so I think it's a good thing. I, I, I think everybody can get better. Everybody can grow and get stretched and do it in their way, their unique way. Yeah. I think the hardest part of sharing our faith is, is to your point, stepping out of the boat. Like it's, just, it's just bringing it up. And once you bring it up, then you can tell whether that person's interested in talking about it or not. But the, the hardest part is like going there. You know what I mean? But you know what my frustration is with that? My frustration with that is we live in the easiest country in the world to share your faith. The worst thing I'm going to get in this country is a no and maybe hurt someone's feelings. But in other countries, you're getting persecuted. Like, you can be killed for sharing your faith, Mm -hmm. and there's people sharing their faith. Like, literally, the worst thing I could do is somebody be like, that dude's weird, and then they go on about their day. So... It's, I mean, we should, we should feel convicted by that thought. Mm-hmm. Like that thought, that thought should definitely be like, like this, we live in a great country. We have the, the freedom to exercise our religion and share our religion. We should take, we should look at it as a badge of honor that we get to share it and not get persecuted, um, not be killed, not be, all we can do is be looked at funny. That's it. Mm-hmm. So you've been, if I'm personal evangelism, but also you've had the opportunity to share your story I know you've had some pretty big venues. You've been doing a lot of speaking. So has your testimony, is it different now when you're sharing your testimony? Because I, I remember when Jolin was like in elementary school, we went and heard, I just before I even knew you, you were speaking at 
Chick-fil-A prayer breakfast. Oh, a wow. Chick-fil-A bowl. Like, uh, Jeez. LSU was in it, and you were with, I want to say, John Smoltz, Ernie. Was it Ernie, Ernie Johnson, Johnson? EJ, yeah. And somebody else. And we didn't even know you at the time. Joe and got your autograph. Sweet. Um, he threw that but away. But that was probably. No who you were. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Truett Cathy was there. Was it Truett yeah. Cathy? Yeah. So this was this was this this yeah this was a many long moons time ago. ago. Has your testimony? I mean, not that your testimony has changed. Oh, but, it's a hundred percent. But I know you've grown. I mean, even since I've known you, you've grown so much spiritually. So no, has your testimony changed. changed from back then. Well, I mean, dude, like I, I just like I was thinking, I'm speaking this week. You know, I'm going to Nashville to speak, and um, I love because my story is my story. But the story of what God continues to do in my life continues to grow. Mm-hmm. And so I continue to I continue to share like like, you know, with Jody in our small group. Like that's that's a message like I want to share. Mm-hmm. Like I want people to know, first of all, the storm's coming, right? Like it's just a matter of when and what it looks like to be somebody that plugs in and, and does something about it and helps people get through it and what that looks like in a small group, what a small group is, like what church means. So a hundred percent. Like what church means to me now versus what church meant to me then is totally different. Like we don't we don't miss church very often, and we're not gonna miss church. Back then we would miss church. Like, um, so dude, I, I think and and Lindsay, just my wife, like she's grown and she's just an absolute stud. And 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 that and that's the thing I would encourage all people too, man. Like when you're finding your spouse or with your spouse, like when you can do it together, man, it's easy to be successful with your kids. Mm-hmm. Like when we're both in this and we're both chasing Jesus, and we both have a relationship, God, it becomes easy to parent. Like, because they're getting it from both sides. Like, and it's something that um, they're going to catch it whether they like it or not, right? Like, they're mm-hmm. getting so much of it that um, it's going to be, it's so prevalent in their life that they're going to they're gonna continue to use it. And um, But no, you, you definitely, your story changes. Like, what God's done in your life changes. What, what God's used things for in your life now at, at 40 versus you know, 20 is totally different. Um, you know, I hadn't even broke my neck probably at that point yet. Mm-hmm. So, or did I? I don't know. I don't even know. I don't I think know. you what had. I mean, had that, a, that was your story. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, all these things that have, that have happened, they, that, that they happen for a reason to shape you, to grow you, to develop you, all those things change and it morphs and just like you as a preacher. So what, what's been a big part of your story here recently? Like when you were going to share at these venues, what, what are some of your themes? What are some of the things you're talking about? Holy habits is something that like has been a big theme for me. Um, like if you want to hear from God and you want God to, to be in your life, you got to bring him in and, and building those habits, you know, consistently. Um, who you're around is, is something that I've always um, been strong on. And I, and I use the, 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 the math equation, mm-hmm. you know, plus, minus, divide, multiply. Like you got people in your life that add value to your life, right? So they plus, they plus things to your life. You got people in your life that subtract things from your life. You know, like mm-hmm. you got people, then you got people in your life, man, they make you the best version of you. Like they multiply things in your life. And you know, those are the people you want to be around. Those are the people you want to surround yourself with for, for success. And you got people in your life that divide. They're always dividing, right? Like it's always putting people like, uh, excluding people or dividing people, not bringing people closer together. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are, those are big things, but adversity obviously is a big thing. Um, but man, it's been, it's been cool. It's been cool to, to be fired and then go tell people about being fired and what God's doing, you know, and watching them work. And um, I think there's a lot of people that can relate to that. Yeah. You know, they've been fired. I think most people have been fired. You probably yeah. haven't been fired, have you? Yeah, see? I don't know if I've been fired or Past, not. Well, 
Give us a couple years. I'll fire you at the church. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still, I'm still around. Uh, We'll we'll still here. You never, you never know. (laughs) Um, Most people, most people have experienced that, you know, like the loss of a dream or being fired or so they can relate to that for sure. Yeah. Well, there's a lot, there's a lot to get into on this book. Um, we'll keep progressing then. Let's just keep taking people through it. I think that'll be helpful for them. Yeah. One of the things that another quote, I love, he, he's got a million one-liners. A million like, I mean, one-liners. It's just like incredible. He says, uh, the plans of God are revealed in the presence of God. Yeah. And I think that's always a big question with people. What is God's will for my life? Because people ask, you know, how do you, how do you determine God's will? Yeah. Well, if you get in God's presence and you get in God's word, then it's pretty much obvious how he wants you to live your life. He'll reveal the will. Mm-hmm. If you if you'll if you'll do your if you'll do your part, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Uh, yeah, he says also in the same chapter. He says you don't need to seek opportunity. All you have to do is seek God, and if you seek God, opportunity will seek you. Yep. How how has that been for you with opportunities? I feel I feel like um, since you got let go from ESP, and hey, what the big question is, what's Davey going to do next? And you weren't even pursuing anything. I remember you even saying, I, I wasn't going to, you're not going to push any doors up. Like, no. like you, had oppor- you had some people come to you with some opportunities, but you weren't going to push the door open. But I do feel like you kind of, a, I mean, really have applied this, that you're just seeking God, and then the opportunities are, are coming your way. Yeah, and, and I'm starting to do things and, and starting to do some business things, and um, I got my next idea. My wife, my wife's hilarious. She's, she, I told her this idea, and she's like, um, she was like, oh, another idea. Sweet. She was like, you have a new idea. And my kids say, do you have a new dream or a new idea every week? Like, you're always talking about something. I'm like, yeah, you're dang right I do. Like That's how I am. I love I it. To, so Jennifer, when we first got married, every day I would come home and give her my latest idea. Uh-huh. And she would get nervous. And she'd start shooting holes in my ideas. She's the dream killer, too. Yeah, she's a dream killer. killer. Dream killers. Yeah, I got a like, dream killer. I love like, we're more like the uh, dreamers. Yeah. And they're, they're, more, they're more like the realists. Yeah. They're, no, they're the squashers. Yeah. Forget the uh, yeah. realist. Uh, she likes to refer to herself as a realist. No, I'm the realist. I, I got you. But, like, again, the, what does the book tell us? It's your dream big, right? Like, dream big, yeah. I, I think it's uh, – no, but I think it's good to have a balance of both. But, like, uh, with Lindsay, though, it's, it's been good. She, she does a good job with that. But – um, with all of us, man, like dream big, pray big, like, right? Like pray big to God and God will answer big. And I think that's a important part of the book. Thank you for listening to this week's family goals podcast with David Pollock and pastor Jay. Do you believe God answers prayers? If we're Christians and we pray the boldest prayer ever, the salvation prayer, we believe that God answers prayers. If he can save us from hell, he can do anything. God has already taken care of the big things. He made the heavens and the earth. He gives us air to breathe. He woke us up this morning. Let's make it a habit of praying big, bold prayers because we serve a big, powerful God. God is constantly creating and presenting divine appointments in our life. Our eyes and ears need to be open to see and to hear them. It's up to us to seize those opportunities. We encourage you to pray, be still in the presence of God, Build those holy habits and see how God works in your life. Write it down. Share with people around you. God is constantly working, but we need to open our eyes to see it. If you found this episode helpful, encouraging, or entertaining, please let us know by subscribing to the podcast or by writing a review. You can also reach us on Instagram and Twitter at Family Goals Pod. Thank you again for listening to the Family Goals Podcast, and we'll catch you next week.